Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I'm a host, Dan Conroy. And I am a another host of the podcast, Greetings, the greeting card podcast, Bobby O'Rourke. Two hosts, no toast. Not right now, of course, because we record this often in the afternoon. Not of saying, of course, that you can't have afternoon toast. I didn't start my day with toast today. Bobby, did you start your day with toast? No, I started my day with a gentleman's toast uh, with a bagel. That's what I ah, like to call gentleman's toast. Good old-fashioned gentleman's toast. Or we do a uh, schmear with that. We're doing a cream cheese. Or are we doing uh, salmon paste? Are we doing onion jam? What's the uh, deal there? Today was a spoiled egg. Okay, great. With mayonnaise bacon. And okay. and just uh, a little bit of a little bit of salt on there just to take off the bitterness at the end. Oh, you have to do that. You have mm. to do that. What I like to do, you know, I, I haven't had a bagel in a bit. I'm trying to watch my weight, so I've been doing overnight. Oh, you look Fritos. great. Come on now. Thank you. Uh, Thank listeners, you, tell him he looks great. Do it now, please. Do it now. We're gonna leave a little space in here for you to compliment Dan and his inability to do anything other than maintain. He doesn't gain muscle. He just maintains and. Great. And how do we do that? I like to do what I like to call overnight Fritos. So what I do is put Fritos in a bowl and, of course, get some oatmeal in there with uh, oat milk in there. I get some oatmeal in there, too. I, you know, I try to get healthy with it. So it's Fritos, oatmeal, oat milk and bananas. You do that overnight. And, you know, what's really disgusting is how salty it is. It's um, it's a it's a supreme level of salt and the corn mush that you're essentially it makes you feel like you're a very fancy pig. <laughs> and we're eating that loose mush in the morning. If you want to be babe, you got to do the, 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 the corn mush. Nope. What? <laughs> My sister calls me the pig in the city. So that, that actually, you know, attracts. She doesn't actually call me that. Kelly, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But beyond gentlemen's toast, and speaking of what our breakfast habits are, most appropriate for this discussion here on this episode of Greetings, because I was thinking before we recorded today, you know, Bobby and I are both recording from the US of A. And what do Americans love as a pastime more than food? We're a real eaty type. And I was thinking to myself, edible greeting cards. Now, this is not a thing that I looked up before I recorded, before we recorded. And it's not something that I think we're going to look up until right about now when we're talking about it on air. Bobby, I first want your opinion. What do you think a greeting card that someone could eat? There are examples of things that you normally couldn't eat that now you can in the wild, like underwear. Name four more. Wait, okay. okay all right. Name four more things that, no, that no, are no, edible, yeah. but in, not in concept, they, they are not. I've heard of edible ink. That's something. Uh, okay. That's something. Okay. Wait. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Edible underwear. Edible ink. God, I bet our audience is just screaming at me that They're I brought like, this fool, up. You fool. Edible nails. Is there such a thing as edible nails? Is that what you just said? I, I don't know if they're screaming that. That's what I heard through the through Is the that a thing? Is that a real thing? I would hope not. That sounds dangerous. Are you talking about nails like fingernails or nails like a galvanized what you're using in the wall to put up that painting of a clown that you once cried at? I would imagine the nails used to hang the sad clown or the nails that I was using to hang pictures of the food that I refused to make for my wife so she knows that I won't be involved in the cooking of these foods. Name one of those. Well, I oh, name four of these. Well, the spoiled egg and the and the sad the sad bacon from from sad the bacon. bacon sandwich. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. That's fair. What if you take something that is not often seen as edible and then you make it more edible like when people pickle watermelon rinds. Now, those are edible 
when they come out, they're just not that great because they're kind of hard. But then you pickle them and they're still not that great in my personal opinion, but people do enjoy them. They are a staple of some areas. People love pickling instead of having a personality. It's an easier way around it. In their defense, (laughs) it does feel like a form of cooking or preservation that you feel like you didn't know you had that much control over. It feels like nature took the reins a little bit more than you did, but you did do some work and there you are. So, (laughs) and that's not to uh, discount people who are professionals at it. I just mean the dumb crap that I've done. Like making pickled red onions, it's insane how simple that is. You just leave them in the vinegar overnight and then it's like, oh, cool, I'm a foodie. I've done it. Look what I've done. Put some Szechuan peppercorns in there to feel a little bit more like the bear. A little kinky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little kinky on the flavor there. All right, fine. I can't think of a third thing. Can you? I I I relent. I put too much pressure on you, but you were asking me about... That's edible, my fault. Edible oh. cards in general, right? How do wait, I wait, 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 them? wait, wait. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Edible, like shot glasses or like cups. So do you know when like they make them into like I- like ice cups, oh. like they're like ice Trick- shot glasses or uh, I'm trying to think of. I feel I feel like I've seen candy shot glasses. You tricky before. mix, yeah. I've seen those. Oh, yeah, course, I'm a yeah. real sassy bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Hold on. I got a th- I got a fourth in the paddock. I feel like chocolate bunnies could be in that area. A bit and done, we most, did it. <laughs> most bunnies aren't. Well, bunnies are edible. Ooh, they true. are very They're even more they edible are. as chocolate. Oh, I shouldn't bring that up because I've I've had bunnies as pets primarily. I've never had a a cat or dog growing up, but I did have a lot of bunnies, and I've also consumed rabbit meat. Both, you know. There's a balance in life, and while I think bunnies are super cute, rabbits are also very tasty. Bobby, do you like rabbit meat? I've never had a rabbit as a pet or as a meal, so you Mm. have bested me on both fronts in this case. It's a canvas meat. Tastes a lot like chicken because anything that you put flavor-wise in it kind of tastes just like that. So so you're not – I wouldn't say there's like anything dynamically flavored about rabbit. It is good meat, but – but you know what's a good substitute? It's a chocolate bunny. So we did it. If you don't want the cruelty but don't mind the calories, you know, have a chocolate bunny. That's also a um, another breakfast that Bobby and I will have in the mornings, primarily in springtime when we're staying over each other's house for the long sessions we do of greetings, the the behind the scenes work. We'll have uh, we'll have braised chocolate bunnies. I'll do a, a Cadbury cream egg omelet. All the essentials. Yeah, peek behind the curtain for you listeners out there. Dan and I record all these episodes in marathon sessions, often 10 or 12 hours in a row. And we get hungry, fellas and fellettes and, and fellexes. And we predict political events that are coming up, cultural niches. We come up with jokes that we think will be relevant at the time. We know this one's coming up in August, so we'll say stuff like, hey, Bobby, have you been to the beach yet? And I'll be like, definitely. Just let me get my plague mask for the beach and we'll be all set to go oh look at me i'm on my seventh april spritz huh summer i'm glad that it's a mild one and the earth isn't burning yeah just like that yeah that's exactly what we do (laughs) because we're recording this in march where everything's hunky-dory but (laughs) i think you come up with a lot of going back to the idea of edible greeting cards you certainly cannot store them with the other dregs they they can't be because i feel like when we go to that section, we all are in agreement that tactile interaction is appropriate. The there's amount a lot of, of fondling in the greeting card area. Lots of finger work. There's a lot of finger stuff happening in that part of the aisle <laughs> in more ways than one. Wink. Oh, uh, I get the, it. Do you? Uh, no. Neither do I. I'm sorry. I just right. said it. I'm it's just hoping. I'm assuming there's some cool kids that thought that was like a, a kiss thing or a, or a hump thing. I just wanted to have them invite me to take a smoke behind the greeting card rack. I just want them to invite me late night at the diner so I can order just the onion rings because they only have $5 that mom gave me for all the lawn I burned. 
So I feel like you can't keep those cards. You can't keep them where the perverts are, are dangling their phalanges because they're looking at what card they're going to give their grandma for finally getting into MMA. But you're going to have to either give them a separate area or if this is a refrigerated card. Sorry, it's just in my head a trailer for a movie from 1992 that went straight to video started playing called MMA Grandmother. B. Arthur in MMA Grandmother. It's B. Arthur and Sylvester Stallone in their best movie ever. He plays the coach. Or the kid. In Oliver Stone's last film. It's like his version of famous. He was told that he has to do a boxing movie, like something like do the historical rumble in the jungle. But he's like, all right, what about instead I get a grandma to do MMA? <laughs> it's like the studio like bought the rights to like Raging Bull 2, but through like production hell and various <laughs> rewrites, it becomes MMA grandma. Yeah. It was the last film that Truman Capote very uh, begrudgingly wrote and said, fuck you to the studio while finishing up an orange drink. He was just like, here, boxing film with an old lady. What do you care? This is all to say, ladies and gentlemen, we support the WGA Union Strong here. This is a pro-union podcast. And if you don't like it, you can form a union and tell us that we don't deserve to talk about this. And then we can negotiate because that's what you do. Yeah. And by the way, we are 100% WGA. We are 100% SAG. We are 100% all the other unions in regards to this strike. But I tell you what, if you strike on greetings for being against those strikes, we're going to get scab audiences that are pro-union. And that's a very confusing algorithm we've created. But I tell you what, I will get so many scabs on here listening to our podcast, the 35 that already listen, so it won't cost us that much money. And they are going to be pro-union scabs. So how do you feel about that? And I have at least six other friends, maybe five. I've got Bobby. Oh, wait, he's the co-host. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, my pet bunnies are dead. So, uh, oh well, it's it's they, they don't live very long. It's sad, but uh, it's just kind of the, no, it's OK. They live pretty decent lives. <laughs> they got to sleep in the sun. They got to be afraid of their own shadow. That's pretty good for their species. The dandelions all fucking day. It's a sliding scale. You know, we can't judge based off our own experience. No, they would hate to be us. Oh, my God. A rabbit on the subway. Forget it. They would just be like, ah, the floor is alive. I just the thing about having rabbits it like when I had them for that long my favorite thing about them is that everyone has like the there's like kind of the general stereotype of dogs and cats in like cartoons and Mm -hmm. you know comic books and movies so like a dog is very happy-go-lucky some are intelligent but often it's kind of more fun to have the golden golden retriever sort of like dopey dog cats are known to are often stereotypically more intelligent cunning temperamental like you when they want to, that whole thing, even though their personalities actually range. For rabbits, it would be that they are constantly thinking of and fearing death. It is around every corner. <laughs> they never, they're never. It explains Watership Down. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, God. Yeah, that actually, there's some truth to that. A rabbit acts like every child in that scene in Watership Down when the rabbit has just gone like rabbit and its eyes are just white. Like that is, that is what a rabbit is like constantly rabbit on the subway to oliver stone's (laughs) follow-up to his final film mma grandmother and you know i know that he had gotten the rights to babe three i just don't know why he decided to go in that route with it because he had all the elements babe three death of michael corleone was (laughs) really had a lot of screenplay problems coppola wouldn't get involved mario puzo had been famously dead for a number of years you know the talia shire was attached and that was a problem yeah Uh, al pacino had just finished heat and he said to himself no you don't understand like i'm preparing to be in a cameo in jack and jill i can't be doing much until that happens i have I need to, years i need years. years to prepare for that and my my decisions are going to have to be very specific up to that so 
I, I can't I can't jump into this right now. Bobby, what do you think? And I demand an answer for this, even though it's not as fun as the other conversations we've been having. What ingredient do you think an edible greeting card should be? Are we thinking a gummy? Are we thinking a chocolate? Are we thinking an iced pop? Or or is a greeting card not even a dessert? Is it a savory bugger? Oh, if I had to choose, because your classic candified goodies are, I would think, your chocolates that have writing on them and somehow, you know, cakes can have the fancy writing in, in fondant or other chocolate. Edible underwear, as you mentioned, I feel like are made of some sort of fruit roll up substance. So like laid down sugar. For greeting cards, I almost for some reason, I kind of want to go cold. I don't know why, but I feel like you can you could carve a nice message into like a flat ice pop. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I just imagining like going to a Rite Aid aisle and seeing a chocolate greeting card, but in that transparent plastic so you could see all the letters melting. Yeah. It's like, I love you, yeah. Grandma. Happy barf day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your lord. <laughs> Getting the tassel was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think it would be, for some reason, a bigger problem than other candified items it with melting or because it has to have writing so it can't be made of anything that will deteriorate it, ha- it has to be able to be preserved in some way or another but i love the idea also of someone buying a frozen greeting card and having only minutes to deliver it before <laughs> it becomes illegible it's the legibility of chocolate that's the problem but it's the hilariousness of the crispness of ice so long as you get it to them between five to ten minutes and that includes if you up the air conditioning in your car like you really yeah. have to jam it you gotta be wasting gas on, on that that ac <laughs> You've got to be blasting it. You've got to bring a cooler with you to the Rite Aid, which isn't the first time you've done that. But, you know, because I know you like your smart water crisp, but you really do need to, like, have it ready to go in that way. Like, you really need to keep it, like, as cold as humanly possible. Otherwise, it's immediately going to melt. And then... I, I guess feel like the breakup cards a lot because they need to be delivered so quickly. You need to get there immediately and be like, it's not working out. I don't think we're right for each other. Take this. And then it just is like, I'm leaving you. That's and the perfect way you should break up with somebody is get them a, op- yeah. a unpackaged wet ice pop of a card that says it's not working out. Throw it at them from the car and go, I'm sorry. And then immediately scoot off as like Panama is playing in your car. Just like Panama. <laughs> <laughs> just and your and your ex is just sitting there with a blue raspberry breakup. <laughs> is there is there a more dignified way to get broken up with? Most likely, and you told them to meet at the Cheesecake Factory parking lot because you said you were craving their buffalo hampers or whatever the hell it is they sell there. I completely... the pink lemonade lament. Like, which flavor do you want? Strawberry. Sorry about this. Raspberry regret moving in with each other after four months. It's not working out orange. <laughs> Good luck on the next person. Great. So that that's my pick for flavor flavors and uh, <laughs> Oh shit, I'm moving negative. out of town root beer. Wait, sorry, what? <laughs> oh shit. Root beer. Ugh. Oh shit, root beer. Roommate rumble raisin. Roommate rumble race. That's when you you got too close to them. You were roommates, and then it got it got intense and serious. And then you like way too fast, way too soon. Now you have to live with the lease for the next eleven months. Yeah, I understand that. And you also said rumble raisin, which begs the question: is the is it rum raisin flavored or is it just raisin flavored? You know, going back, whichever one is funnier. Okay, I yeah. would say, oh, man, that's that's tough. 
I would probably say rumble raisin, and then it turns out to actually just be like licorice flavored. So like listeners, which, vote on the poll we're putting up on the the blue sky that we don't have. We're gonna put up a poll. Which of my jokes was funnier, the first thing or the other first thing I said? And if you want this poll to exist, actually give us a blue sky code because then maybe yeah. we could you know bring this thing over from the dumpster fire that is Twitter. Allow us yeah. to be in the next generation. So provide the code for us, please. That'd be cool. Open the door. Let yeah. us in. Give it Let to one in. of us. Maybe give it to Bobby because I think he'd be a little bit more responsible. I will post there, but Bobby will remember to actually set it up. Yeah. Uh, we'll do our best. Dan, mm. what would you have your greeting card made out of, if not ice popsicle? Oh, I didn't even have to. Uh, uh, turkey jerky. That's what I would do with mine. In. Oh, preserved. Yeah, yeah. That one would last. That, that'll yeah. that'll solve my problem. Lickety split. Yeah. Lickety split. Lickety split. Lickety split because lickety you wouldn't split. have to lick this card in order to en- I guess you can lick jerky if you want. It's none of my you freaking can. business. It's not yeah. the premier way to enjoy jerky. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the way on the instruction booklet with which to enjoy this preserved salted meat product that you bought at the same place where you can buy foot powder. But I do think that... If legibility is important, I think the best way to do it is probably the way they used to write on stuff back in the day, which is a piece of preserved salted meat. I believe that might have been a canvas at one point. It's kind of like a hide that cuneiform would have been in. So we're really going back to basics here and a delicious treat. So when you're, you know, are out fishing at 4 a.m. and you're catching nothing, you can get a piece of salted turkey that goes, hey, like I said, I'm moving out. I'm sorry, but, you know, you're the cat's pajamas and then you eat your teriyaki jerky bitlins see i think that card would be best for giving them as a gift five or ten years down the line like if you get married on mm-hmm. your fifth anniversary you're like hey i got this for you and you open up the slim jim love you grim wedding card your spouse is like you made this on our wedding day like yes i've been smoking this alone in a tiny little smoker i keep on the bedstand i told you you didn't want to get rid of it for five years it and, just gets uh, so hot in the bedroom when you do it i like love that you have hobbies i love that you got into something after you were fired from the toothpaste consortium but i just am you know it just gets the smoke really it's a lot to wake up smoked like i i I smell like i was in liquid mesquite the entire time and i didn't know that was a type of febreze i didn't want but it certainly is not if the coal gatekeepers didn't spoil my uh intimidation uh, neither neither will you the pepsodent soldiers (laughs) ruined my ability to provide for you so i have to provide with you with smoked meats so tell us in the blue sky poll which would you prefer a blue raspberry regret or a turkey jerky lurky tell us on the poll that we're going to forget to make until i edit this and i'm like ah shit i forgot we put a poll thing on here we said we were going to do even better just spam us you know we just want to hear from you we just want to know you're out there yeah just you know for once dm us and just tell us what you want if you dm us we'll we might put it on this show you don't know you're not aware that we're not going to do it. Unlikely. Don't get me wrong. Um, almost impossible. We've forgotten to in the past. Yeah, it's it's yeah. there's it's a low chance, but isn't a chance better than no chance at all? Not according to the Lemon Lament card that I, I had to buy the other day. That's not a fun one. What was that no, for? That was for someone's dog being lost in the Navy. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they were in that submarine. <laughs> <laughs> the internet memified that one to take a quick turn so quickly as to be alarming. Like, I, I understand the class associations and the money and, yeah. and the media frenzy, but social media so often like piranhas, all these influencers and comedic comments of which we are, of course, not a part and we have we have no pleasure in. Not um, really. They, they find a joke and they feed on it for like a week and then they move on to the next thing. It, it had before these people, these poor humans were crushed under the weight of the, the literal ocean. People were like 
dunking on them. Yeah. It was, it was a little like, dude, guys, these, these people are going to die. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's something about it felt like very strange to me. I, did, I didn't like it. Yeah, all. no, I, I like my whole thing is that like, I, yeah, it's never, you know. This took a dark turn. I apologize. <laughs> we were having fun with him. No, no, no. My, my whole thing is to, to go with like my thoughts on it as well. Like, I, I also understand the class structure here. Like, it's, you know, in many ways, it's tough to be uh, sympathetic to billionaires wasting money. But at the same time on something like this. But you also don't wish death on anybody, nor do you wish like to. I, I mean, you, you could if you if you wanted to, I guess, but I don't take any pleasure in that personally. And, you know, it comes to a point where the joke that you're trying to make, it just kind of feels soured by like just the, I don't know, the seriousness of the implication or, or anything along those lines. So I, not to say, of course, that you can't joke about things. We've talked about that before. And I, yeah, I agree that it, it went almost quickly. I think it's a symptom of just like the the internet provides all reactions to anything happening as quickly as it possibly can. Yes, I think it, it was one- all done. Everyone was like as fast as you can. And the, yeah. the uh, sorry, continue what you want to say. Well, I was just going to say that because I, I, I agree with you that a more dark humor was presented immediately once the news came out. But also immediately people were explaining how the submarine was flawed. People were immediately saying how stupid it was that they went with that company. People immediately had news out. And, and you know, I'm thank you, journalism, for making that possible. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing necessarily, that we know all those things. It's just that. I feel like reactions happen to big events like this. You know, you're going to get everything all at once. And it's just going to come at you like a freight train. And whether it's because you could argue that other parts of it were also tasteless. But regardless, people are just going to have takes on this every which way. And you just, you know, take the ones that you either agree with or don't or whatever. I I do think it happened quickly. But also I... uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's what I expected the Internet to do, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm. I, I wasn't surprised that it went that way. I was like, especially when you have the spin of the fact that these were all billionaires who were spending a lot of money to go see a boat at the bottom of the ocean that a movie was made so that we didn't have to do that. That was the yeah. whole idea is that we had the comfort of an IMAX theater to see it from. I think the funnier thing was, well, I don't want to say funny, but just the internet really chewed on the was it the son or stepson of one of the guys who was in the submarine who spent the time while they were searching from at a blink 182 concert and took a photo like right next to the merch tent i'm not gonna lie that one kind of made me giggle a little bit that was just like hey look what i'm doing while we're looking for yeah as you said no no shade to comedy you know it kind of knows no bounds except what people like if it it isn't funny and it hurts people it's no good but yeah the the counterpoint i kept thinking of was the fire festival which felt Mm. like pure schadenfreude because it was simply making fun of an elite class of people who just pissed away all their money on an absolute sham of a of an event and no one got like seriously hurt i think there was just something about there was something about seeing the memes before we knew what was going to happen that this joke existed in this nebulous area that i felt very at odds with at certain points but who am i to judge yeah a hero you're saying that people were already joking about a hero that's what you are you're saying people were already joking about the death of these people before we even had confirmation of it yeah and there was still a chance that they could get out which i I guess it it felt the most mean-spirited because i I could see actual victims whereas a lot of times with the comedy and the internet it's about poking fun at the foibles of people who are completely off their rockers but this one right just felt i don't know this wasn't harry prince harry's dick getting frozen in antarctica which is objectively (laughs) funny hilarious i think about it every morning no i i do also think a part of that is also like i don't want to call it reality separation but sort of 
I, I can try to think of the word, but like being in the moment or there was a separation from the realities that these people were going through and also from the news that was happening because most people just read the headline and don't actually read like the article. So when people read billionaires stuck in submarine, don't know where they are looking for the Titanic, it sort of sounded like it a prompt. It reads like a comedy article. Yeah, certainly. it sounded like a prompt for an improv game. So I think yeah. a lot of people took it as one. <laughs> And That's true. It does. Th- I didn't think about that. It just kind of does, you know, regardless of whether or not it was something uh, super like it was like super tragic to you know, hear about or, or super scary to even think about those. Because once I read the article, because I even thought to myself for a minute, like, oh, yeah, that's uh, hilarious. These guys just went down there for no reason. And then you read the article and think to yourself, oh, that thing implodes in like 0.5 seconds. Like, yeah. how frightening is that? That you're just going to quickly implode under the ocean at like 30,000 feet. Like, fucking, that's wild and scary. I can't think of, this, this. the thought of it sort of makes my legs weak. So, you know, I'm almost sort of glad we stopped talking about it. Because it also just wasn't like, I don't think I had much legs to talk about for longer than a week. It was like a tragedy yeah. and they made a very bad choice and it happened and it's over. So. And then I brought it back up <laughs> weeks after the fact. You gave it to me in an edible card. It says right here, hey, remember that, remember that submarine from the Titanic? And Bobby... I hate to break it to you, but I did not ask for lemonade. Look at our relationship breaking up. I specifically asked for grape. They ran out of vanilla vial. <laughs> you know, I, I had to make do. I really wanted you to provide me with its over ube, but I know that's that's a coveted flavor right now. Yeah, vanilla vial is like a Power Rangers villain or something. I don't know. What vanilla vial be. sounds like it could be him's cohort, like adversary in Power oh, Puff Power Girls. Puff Girls. <laughs> yeah, I vanilla vial works with him and maybe the gangrene gang, like an imp. It just follows him around. Those poor kids in the gangrene gang. Those are just kids who all had gangrene. <laughs> yeah, they just needed help. Yeah, they just needed... What do you do for that? Antibiotics or... I don't know. I think now we just send them to Hawaii in a colony and they, they, they have fun. It's not just for lepers anymore. But you know what is for lepers and for all people is our next card that we got going on here. So... Technically true. (laughs) Technically true. Everyone get in line, leprosy or otherwise. Bobby, do you have the card ready to go? I am pulling it up right now, my good fellow. And while Bobby is pulling that up, I will remind our ding-dongs that you can have a look at the card yourself at GreetingsPod on Instagram and at GreetingsCast on Twitter for as long as it is or on Blue Sky if we happen to get that handle, fingers crossed. And of course, we also encourage you guys to like us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you can provide a review, that makes us look so cool that we might not even have to do a parent-teacher conference this year. So please consider that during your lesson. Yeah, I am failing Spanish, Jim. Please, anything (laughs) you can do to interfere. Arriba. Mi amo es Dan failing, Jim. (laughs) God damn it, Dan failing, Jim is at it again. Dos dumbbells para tres personas. That was great. Anyways... (laughs) Let's not let's not do this. Two let's... dumbbells for three people. <laughs> Two dumbbells. ABC. For... <laughs> Jack and Jane don't have enough dumbbells to go around, but how will this affect their cult date later in the episode? It's everyone's favorite, John Leguizamo, and John Leguizamo again in <laughs> Two Dumbbells for Three People. That's right, we hologrammed him. It's a divorced dad who starts a gym in an apartment building, but it's like he's not making money. He just he just wants to make friends. So he gets like it's a kind of celebrity of the week. So it's John Stamos one week, then another week. It'll be 
who else? Who's else? Melissa McCarthy, maybe. I don't know. Like, we'll get some <laughs> sitcom people in there. Melissa McCarthy's husband, who's just there because his name is Melissa McCarthy's husband. Yeah, that's his. That's his legal name. Melissa McCarthy is his first name, and his last name is husband. <laughs> and they don't even have the apostrophe as they couldn't legally do that. So it's Melissa McCarthy husband. Between MMA grandma and two dumbbells, three people in Sp- in in Espanol, we are so set for the strike to be over. We got. We're mossy with ideas. Oh, my God. We just got to get fair working contracts and also to get into WGA at first, but still. When those executives are done pruning those trees to ensure that the strikers don't have fucking shade to be under. I saw that. I thought it was a joke. What a hilarious move. And then they and then I saw an article today where they said some lines of like, oh, no, we just were doing regular maintenance. I was in a part of like, yeah, sure. You were. Anyways. Yeah, I regularly shave my head bald when I get a haircut. (laughs) That's that's how that usually goes. Yeah, totally. I shave my beard and remember to on the days that I'm supposed to instead of having a neck beard constantly also i do that when a bunch of people are telling me anyways point is friggin they're bad but also when they are finally rolling their eyes and going fine negotiations good we'll take ai out of this we'll be ready with mma grandma and three dumbbells for two people i'm gonna write those down later because i think there's a plethora of film posters that we can make i need an artist to do it but i think we can make some posters we for have a couple of these man, we have got we a have halloween lawyer famously too but i think mma grandma and two dumbbells three people we gotta once once this thing starts making us money we gotta start giving back to the artists that we have taken so so much from and try to get them to make these posters for us oh yeah we've stolen we've stolen we've streamed they say would you steal a car would you would you stream a car we have Absolutely. <laughs> that, that would you done. bit torn a car? <laughs> Pirate pay a car? Pirate. I don't think so. Would you would you lime wire a car? <laughs> it's the Chevy Limewire. It comes with no seatbelts. Glued trunk. Eight wheel drive. Glued trunk. Oh yuck. Well, Dan, you have brought me a card. <laughs> this is possibly <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't have to. <laughs> possibly the most brain heavy episode we've ever had and it's appropriate because the car that you brought me is very simple it's got a white background yeah letters in actually sort of a Rocco's modern life uneven mm, print mm-hmm. very Rocco-y and I like it a lot so that automatically sets off some good synapses in my brain and in light pink pastel letters in large caps is OMG, look at her brain. It's like so big. So OMG, comma, look at her brain, comma, it's like so big. Wow. Okay. We're going to jump right in. So I believe we're dealing with what's the term for when you have language that sets your expectations and then flips it? Is there is there some term for that? I'm forgetting like a very simple one. A joke. I think a joke, I think, is what we're getting at there. Yeah, that might be it. I bet there's a fun German word that is more specific. But in lieu of us knowing neither Spanish nor German, we'll go ahead and just say a joke. It's opening. It's a little plain, but this is fun. It's it seems to be geared towards people. Which is a great start for a card. It's geared towards people, which is great. I think what inspired me to bring this card to the front this week is, first off, I did not recognize that there was sort of a classy supo vibe with the Rocco's Modern Life. They did. Yes, they did. With the font. And I think you're right. That definitely now I'm seeing it and I can't unsee it. But for those of our younger audience, our younger ding-dongs who may not be aware, this is a direct reference to a song by an artist by the name of Sir Mix-a-Lot from the early to mid-90s, I believe. And the song is called Baby Got Back. And this is the sort of beginning monologue where two girls are talking about a woman who has a larger posterior. 
And she's if I... Calipigian, uh, which is one of my favorite adjectives that we need to bring back. What, uh, what did you I'll, just say to me? Calipigian. Calipigian. Uh, what is? The, I'm cal- thinking of a calloused pigeon. I'll look up the definition right now. But calipigian, C-A-L-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N, is having a shapely buttocks. Whoa! I had yeah. no idea that word existed. Calipigian. But I love that, and we'll put it into the uh, Instagram post for everyone to see, but I love yes, we that uh, even in the Renaissance, people were like, you got a dunk. Oh my stars. Elizabethan, look at look at this Calipigian, in- no, look at this individual. She is so Calipigian. How's your plague? Good. Thanks. <laughs> how's, how's your teeth? No. No. <laughs> nope. Thanks. None. None. The lyrics to that monologue, for those who might not remember or might not know, it's actually, oh my god. Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. So this card is really committing a sort of level of libel because it's not OMG, it's oh my God. And yeah. we are referencing a friend of yours and mine, Becky. I believe it's Becky. Don't. It is Becky. Okay, Correct. great. Thank you. And don't you love how much I second guess myself on this podcast? And, uh, you know, look at her brain. Fine. We're substituting butt for brain. I get that. It's like so big. But, like, we've changed it enough where I don't know if they did that for the music rights because they couldn't get the full phrase or if they were afraid, well, we can't say God, that's not going to look well. And then who the hell's Becky? Not my friend, which a shame you don't know. Mm. I, I'm not sure. I feels like I, it, it loses muster by not being the direct lyric. Yeah, that bothered me because I thought when I read it at first several seconds ago that it was making a joke of the song Baby Got Back. But then I remembered, well, the lyrics actually aren't this precisely. I suppose this is also covered by the protection that parody has, which is you can, quote unquote, copy something if you're making a parody or a satire of it and it doesn't copyright infringe. But I wouldn't say this is a particularly inspiring parody off Mm. of a song that not only is 30 years old at this point, (laughs) but is, I I mean, this has been parodied very much you know it's been in the milieu of the culture for for some time now too so i i, I mean I, so far i think this is fun if you don't think about it for for too too long you know afterwards yeah and i will take it for its face value so far is that it is a fun parody it's supposed to not be like a direct rip off of the song again some time has passed so people will know the lyric enough if you don't know the lyric it is still just like fun to say like omg look at her brain it's like so big there is a universality to it that still works as a greeting card so i'm at the moment i'm willing to accept it for what it is la face with the oakland brain that you know we could put that in there as well with little ah, the lyrics continue but as we continue on i think it will be fun to see like what sort of energy the card leaves us with and that's what i kind of wanted to talk to talk about this week i have to say i don't know what this card is yet celebrating some of them show their hand very quickly i don't really know what this is going mm. to say about the recipient i if it's a card to just celebrate intelligence for young women or older women, you know, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'm behind that. But I uh, wonder if there's uh, another twist lying in wait for me on this dark road you've set me upon. I'm sort of happy to see where you think this road lies. It's certainly not the King's Highway anymore. This is definitely a, a beggar's cove. This is the King's Highway. There's some guy in the Patriot who like talks like that to noted anti-Semite Mel Gibson <laughs> <laughs> and filmmaker. I don't think I know a single quote from the movie The Patriot. I've seen it and I remember... Remember the British just being the most snarling, like evil, like 
sort of vicious lions in that movie. Well, when you have Jason Isaacs, uh, yes. Jason, Isaac or Isaacs, I always forget if it's plural. I think it's or not. Isaacs, um, but as your main antagonist, followed yeah, yeah. by Tom Wilkinson, who I love too, on top of him as well as like the the genteel commander of the Redcoats. You know, you know what you're in for. I just remember a scene. I don't know if I remember this correctly. That felt very like trying to be patriotic of America while also completely washing about another hundred years of its history and beyond. Where like he had workers. Uh, oh man, I can't remember if this is correct. Did he have like workers on his farm, the main character, who were black? And if I remember correctly, Jason Isaac's character like said he'd offer them freedom, and they were like, "No, we're already free. We're manual." Oh yeah, it's it's insane that a South. Okay, Carolina so that scene played, exists. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's very much of the time and of particularly of Mel Gibson's filmmaking, where he was like, "My heroes are perfect, and they've never done anything wrong." Right, you know, like slavery that, like, doesn't exist in America a, in the seventeen. A 17- southern plantation yeah. in South Carolina would have free, hundreds of freed men who yeah, are yeah. black working the fields of their own accord. Yeah, it, like it, it. The moment you think about it for a second, it falls apart. You know those common examples of freed peoples in a southern co- or any colony at that point, or like any, colony, any yeah. exactly. It's this, you got to remember this is the 1700s. Slavery is existing everywhere. Just a fucking wild part of that movie. And I think yeah. a reason why I can't remember much from it. So. But if this takes me to South Carolina in the late 18th century, I will be very mad. I'm going to go on to the next <laughs> I page. I sure hope it doesn't. It's a, again, it's this is this is the song Baby Got Back. Is that is that the you know that was the portal as soon as you remember all the lyrics you correct it and a portal opens up you know that that song from weddings that literally goes well cosmo says you're fat well i ain't down with that <laughs> also cosmo come on don't tell people they're fat you're a magazine that people buy at the front with a thing of jujubes cosmo's got its own stuff going on i can't be bothered anymore. four great ways to sex sometimes <laughs> Do you sex? Use this magazine as an hors d'oeuvre before your lovemaking. What type of fish is your sex life? Oops, you got sturgeon. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want sturgeon. I don't know much, but you don't want sturgeon. Back to the caverns with you. (laughs) Oh, no, it's the cavern fish police. You're right. This is a very brain episode. This is a brain episode. I think it's the heat. Yeah, it is sweltering. (laughs) 87% 87% humidity at all times. <laughs> Makes for good riffing, though. You got to admit, this is where the good ideas come out. It's great riffing, but you're basically walking through a cough if you live in New York City at all points. During oh, yeah. No, definitely. There's there's a light mist on nothing good. There's like, it's, yeah. You've got nearsightedness for, uh, for the whole purpose of it. So the second page I've just moved on to is a crookedly lined college rule that appears <laughs> paper like the kind you'd find in a notebook a composition notebook which is calming to me i like that i think there's something refreshing about a blank page no sorry i'm i'm like the reason why i'm laughing is because i'm just thinking to myself oops we forgot to make a college rule because for some reason the front page doesn't have this i just only get we yeah, only get it right. on the inside because i think we've seen a lot of greeting cards the theme starts at the beginning that's kind of a no doy but it's like we've seen very few cards that it's got to be more dynamic than this if you're going to switch it up in the meditation. <laughs> Draw pitch. some straight lines through that and really jazz it up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get us a couple of like stars or those S's people like to make when they're doodling in their notebooks in eighth grade. But here, it just feels like they forgot to do it on the front page. Like they didn't know they were going to make it <laughs> notebook themed. I have a theory about it, but you're going to have to continue on before I get there. But yeah, it definitely, it feels like an afterthought. I like your previous idea more that they opened up the meditation page of the card the second page and thought it's just it's missing a pop and some guy was like i got it and just crookedly drew straight lines. got the oldest wooden ruler from his desk and was just like give me 45 seconds (laughs) (laughs) the ruler said rhodesia on it like that's not a country anymore (laughs) made with the finest michigan lead (laughs) michigan lead for her 
Babies love it. It shuts them up. Her pleasure rulers. I'm made of 100% solid all-American heroin. <laughs> the kind grandma remembers. So, uh, Dan, I'm going to go on to the third page. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know why I'm punch drunk. I've had like a half a beer. It's all good. Again, the heat will do it to you. Guys, guys, we're having fun. You shouldn't... You, got, you guys like the bits more than you like the damn cards. Let's face it. <laughs> we ha- we're having fun. You shouldn't, too. You yeah, don't have fun. Go to your, go to your jobs. <laughs> go to your jobs. Okay, yeah. so on the same crookedly lined college rule notebook paper... In the same font, but smaller, still caps near the top of the page. It says, show it off, girl. Happy graduation. So, <laughs> so the whole card, only the text would read, OMG, look at her brain. It's like so big. Show it off, girl. Happy graduation. I, I so, would. I, sorry, go ahead. I, no, you go. I got to collect myself. I, I just like, I want. Oh, I have so many thoughts on this one. First off, I can't. Again, speaking about the lack of continuity in cards that we have, I would have given money if it was Sir Mix-a-Lot sort of like in his duds, just all set up, just kind of on the side of the card, and it said, baby got brain. That's that's what would have really... That's a perfect ending. That would have sold it. I'm not sure if the word baby would have necessarily been appreciated, so we can work on that part, but if you're going to do the Sir Mix-a-Lot stuff anyways, if you're doing the song Baby Got Back, finish strong, finish on it. I feel like the reference would be appreciated. The other thing I was thinking, and then I want to get your take on it a little more, is that, so the beginning is, OMG, look at her brain. It's like so big. Show it off, girl. Happy graduation. So this is a graduation card for all those graduating in August when this episode comes up. Congratulations. Happy uh, third tier graduation. Yeah. You you can do it. Don't worry. I was a January graduate. I feel you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're all there. But at the same time, when you are receiving commendations for your graduation, there are ways to say it like, hey, whiz kid over here, or like, you've worked very hard for these accomplishments, or getting the tassel was worth the hassle, or any of those, you know, one-liners. <laughs> Not often do you get it like, hey, your brain's huge, you should show it off. Because the in- I know what they're getting at here, it's more of a metaphor, like show your intelligence and your skills, but it, it just kind of feels like, no, physically show your brain off, take off your skull and show that organ off. You're and- suggesting sort of a Hannibal on Hulu situation where like i'm yeah show us your brain exactly exactly it's kind of the monkey brain an indiana jones monkey brain scenario like show it off for display for all to say it also the beginning omg look at her brain it's like so big it kind of sounds like what the dumbest guy in the world would say if he was trying to compliment in this case a woman with uh, intelligence like dude like she says something very witty and or intelligent he just goes dude your brain is like so big yeah this is not uh, oscar wilde this man this man is not no this woman or, or no, you no. know we don't know a wordsmith they are not absolutely no this, indeed not it just kind of comes off like you're not aware of where to go with complimenting their intelligence so you just go that organ in your skull's massive <laughs> oh you must God. have a lot of encephalitis because it is yeah. swelling to ginormous size unless you've got that water retention issue your brain is huge <laughs> unless you have that water i don't want to offend you in case you have it but you got an absolutely tremendous brain yeah hey i just saw you from across the gulpin munch and like i don't want to insult you but like your brain's massive can i see it 
oh, sure, I just had this installed the other day. And it's like a weird encapsulation kind of like, uh, who had that in the Crash Bandicoot series? Let's take a moment to think about that. Was is it that, Neocortex? Is that Nefarious Trophy? No, was that? Nefarious Trophy. Why do I know trophy, the name of a friggin' I think Crash Eng- Bandicoot I think Enjin might have had it. Well, because he's master of time and the very notion of time that you see before you. And I remember him saying that in Crash Bandicoot Warped. He was probably the best of the enemies in that. I think uh, Engine I mean, had an exposed brain, right? I'm looking up Crash. Ba- I can't believe I'm typing in Crash Bandicoot characters into my <laughs> search engine. But uh... that's the second worst look you did today. The first one was Garfield characters before we got on camera, where Bobby needed to be reminded of who Nermal was. Not reminded, completely told. introduced never to Nermal. Who, introduced to Nermal, yeah. yeah. And Dan, it's horrifying. That Onikoja, which is my preferred search engine, which helps to plant trees. Uh, the oh, yeah, I've heard of that awesome. one. That's cool. It's really good, but I'm disheartened to learn that the second option after Crash Bandicoot characters is Crash Bandicoot characters female, which just opens up a lot more doors that I would prefer Ooh. remain shut. Man, I use this phone for work. Do I click it? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, you don't. I'm no, telling you right now. That's another day. That's that's like the last thing I do on this phone before I throw it right in the East River. And I just go, well, there's enough of that. Oh, and if you just type in Crash Bandicoot characters, the third option is the female character twice. Tauna and then Tauna Bandicoot. So it's not enough that you read about her once. You got to read about her again. Mm. So it doesn't look like Nefarious Tropy. Has. I think you're right. I believe it's uh, Engine. Engine, which right. I can't remember his full name, of course. The other co-scientist is Nitrous Brio. This would be great for those that are super into Crash Bandicoot characters. So if you're one so of those everyone. people. Yeah, everyone who listens to this. They don't have a photo for Engine. That's weird. Hold on. Stay on the line, everybody. What are yeah, you listeners, doing? please bear with us. We bear with you. You know what it is? His brain is not exposed, but half of his face is an atomic bomb. Oh, those early Naughty Dog games. Oh, okay. Not sure why, but that's just the way it is. So, yes, we... D- that's, that's the way things are. And that's the way this card wants things to be. It wants it to be that if you are a graduate of a school, you have a brain that is accessible for everyone to see, to do stuff with, to compliment. Don't compliment my brain. I'll tell you which organs I want complimented. Thank you very much. Like, hello, I'm down here. And then you point to your lungs and then you breathe really deep and you go, look at these bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) Look at these air puppies. (laughs) Look at these oxygen bags. (laughs) Gross. Yeah, nasty. And also this card uh, treads in a tenuous area because if you give this to a college graduate, you know, it's a bad joke and it's sort of weird. But if you give this to a high school graduate, it's most likely going to an 18-year-old. And that, that's just, that's that's like, the best case scenario is not good. Like, that's that's sort of the best case. Yeah, you think, you're saying because of like the organ objectification? I just don't know who you, who would, would it be a friend? I guess it'd have to be a friend, right? Because you don't want this from like, uh, like cousins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because these usually come from relatives. No, that's a good point. I didn't give my friends cards for graduating the same year I did, but maybe <laughs> I was just a huge asshole. Um, but they I, were all I exchanging behind your back because they were like, Bobby's not going to give back to us. No, I don't want this card from Aunt Normal. Yeah, no, I don't want this from Aunt Normal either. She um, doesn't even make a decent lasagna. You're right. Like, I wouldn't want this from a family. This would have to be... I wouldn't want this from one of my parents' friends either. Oh, yuck. I can't think of one person who this is good for. <laughs> I don't want 
I guess like if I had a coworker that I was particularly close with and they were like, they had free reign to compliment my brain. Like, hey, before I get out there on the, you know, the butcher block floor, does my brain look good? And so they're able to compliment it like, oh my God, girl, your brain is like so big right now. This card falls into that nasty gray area of that you could tell they had one joke that they really loved and they weren't really sure where to put it. And so they kind of just said, just leave it alone. But it it, it operates terribly in isolation. Yeah. You know, it's... It's like a shortstop with no baseball team. It's just covering dirt. This had legs if you kept going with it, but you didn't keep recruiting for the team. So you're stuck with a shortstop. You really just have like the one. And that's why it needed to continue on with Baby Got Brain or one of the other brain jokes we said earlier referring to Sir Mix-a-Lot. You know what I mean? Like that would have really saved it. Like, uh, um, what's her name? Playing workout tapes by... (sighs) Carmen Electra? No, Fonda, but Fonda ain't got an oh, engine. Oh, Jane in the Fonda. Back. Jane Fonda, but Fonda ain't got an engine in the back of her Honda. My my Anaconda don't want none unless you got brains, hun. Yeah, that, Dan, that's yeah. I've said this before. I'll say it again. We're uh, uh, you are great at this. Thank you. You're, you're wasting you too, your buddy. talents with me. I'm just holding you back. You need to turn into Elton Dan, or I don't. You're, you're Reginald. D- Dwight right now. You, you don't want to be my Bobby Toppin? I, that one, yeah, that one. I, I could write terrible. No, they're not terrible. I actually love his lyrics. I was going to say. They, no, they're great, but they, they are opaque. Let me let me put it that way. That's probably a fair way to say Yeah, it. I know, but I bet I bet he had some intention behind it that was just never coming out. <laughs> and so, like, I, I like it more than, yeah. than lyrics where they're all the same song over and over again. I appreciate right. the fact that he wrote a whole song about Dan Dare, a forgotten, like, funny papers comic pilot who fights a racist Asian character from the 1930s. I'm like, here, Elton, write a song about this. He's like, I'm okay, sorry, what the sure. heck are you talking about? I'll share this afterwards, too. There's a song called Dan Dare, which is actually, like, a really fun song, but Dan Dare was, like, I don't think I've ever heard this. Like a serialized character from the 1930s who fought just like the worst Asian stereotypes, real Flash Gordon kind of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's 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 an insanely crazy song. It has nothing to do with anything except this character who like might be gay because they're so masculine. I'll send it to you. It's oh like, yeah, it's I, I can yeah. Please send it to me. But like, as I want to hear this song, but this looks like a lot of like. Of course, they try to rehabilitate him for the modern era, but the early ones look like they're like some 1940s propaganda. Yes, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, regardless, I mean, you can do side bends or sit ups, but please don't lose that brain, Bobby, because I need it for this show and I need to do it with you. Uh, Otherwise, this all goes to poop. And we come to the last page, which is Kate Smith Co., which I think is new. So I don't mean to disparage. I'm I'm up for anyone who's trying to take on the big giants, American greetings, etc. So I don't mean to disparage. I just don't know if this particular card lands as well as they'd hoped. But Kate Smith Co., we look forward to more work from you. We hope to find more. Yes, please. Kate Smith, keep it going strong. Don't take our criticisms as a means to stop. Take them as a means to be like, hey, if you can get the rights by Universal, whoever owns them, to get the full song, maybe not just do the parody. Maybe like do the whole damn caboodle. Do another one sometime. We'd love to yeah, see it. Cisco has probably entered the public domain at this point. Let's see what he's up to. It's your birthday. Thong, 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 thong. Let me see that brain. Brain, 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 brain. It's just him like slapping jars with brains in them and they fall over and crash. I think Boys to Men definitely has one at least. Close your eyes, make a wish, and blow out the graduation caps. <laughs> I'll I'll celebrate your brain. Boy, I had to work hard before I said something I was going to regret. It worked for me, I'll tell you. <laughs> Almost, <laughs> I'll make love to your brain. Please don't. 
I wish you wouldn't. I wish you wouldn't. Ah, come on now. I've got work in the morning. Uh, I also love that Kate Smith Co. You can, of course, see more of their work at katesmithcompany.com. Just in case you're wondering the name of their LLC, it's called, oh, that's Kate, which that's- I love that. I love that. I love, oh, yeah, Kate. Hey, what's up? The right. LLC. Just however Kate? someone however someone is recognizing you at an art gallery or a dive bar that you all said you were going to go to after work because Miller Lights are only $10. In a bucket. It's a bucket for one, but it's a lot of expensive ice. It's They take Evian water and they make it into ice cubes. Girl, you got one hell of a brain. I don't mean to be forward, but can I buy you a bucket of beers? Hey, girl, I saw you cross the way, and I don't mean to get political, but your brain is stupid. <laughs> You got a dummy big brain. <laughs> Your brain is so big I'm gonna die. Can Maybe I get, it works better than we thought. Can I can I get a can I get you a can I get you a bucket of Michelob Ultras? It only comes with three and they're thirty dollars. <laughs> It's just, I just love the idea of your brain must weigh so much. It just gets, it gets weirdly anatomical. That's what it is. It's, it's one thing for the arbitrary, you're so smart compliment, but this one's just going with, no, an organ in your body is way too big (laughs) for our ape species. And we've got a pretty big brain compared to like, you know, mice or dogs. I don't, I don't remember. I think dolphins have bigger brains than us, but who knows? Yeah, but. What do they use it for? Flapping around in the ocean? Get real. Yeah, begging for fish, beating up boats with orcas. Hassling surfers. Hassling surfers, taking photos at Caribbean vacation spots. Well, I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. me too. <laughs> where do you want to... Dan, where where would you place this card on the on the old frigeroo? That's a great question, Bobby. Where would I put this on the frigeroo? You know, I've said before how much I like simple cards. Yeah. This card made me laugh a lot because of its mistakes, its goofs, its inability to directly reference a song we all really enjoy whenever we're at a wedding or a school dance, despite the fact that it's 35 <laughs> years old. Having said that- sa- On the same day. On the same day. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got I've got a school dance at 2 p.m., and then I've got a wedding starting at 10 p.m. It's a, it's a midnight it, it's a midnight. Is it wedding. worse to be a kid who has to go to the wedding or worse to be an adult who has to go to the school dance? Well, I'm repeating the ninth grade as a 31-year-old. I Oh, yeah. It's yeah. sort of a back-to-school scenario, except it's high school. So it's not even that I'm getting my college degree for my son. Is that how that movie? I can't remember. You have that thing where you get educated backwards, like the Benjamin Button character. Yes, like a be- or, or like a Merlin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm educating myself backwards. So I, as a baby, I got my PhD from Brown. And by the time I'm a 90 year old man, I will have finally completed finger painting. And in that way, as a person who develops backwards, unfortunately, this kind of feels like it's square in the middle for me where it's it's simple, which is nice. It's made us laugh because of its mistakes. But I feel like I would get just frustrated at the idea that it's like I'm complimenting how smart you are and how well you've done in school by talking about your brain like it's a piece of rump roast I'm buying at the butcher store. So I I don't think it's going to get the high marks for me for that reason. But I'll be generous because it did give us a lot of laughs and there's something for that. And I also think it's fun to sort of do the voice like, OMG, look at her brain. It's like so big. So let's do, and that'll be hilarious when someone comes over. So above right freezer door. Let's do that. Above right freezer door. Not too close to the old eyesight, but enough where I can reference it when it appeases me to do a a goof like that. Now, Bobby, where does it land? 
for you. You know, I want to reiterate again, whenever I, I come down on a card, I'm not suggesting that they're they're terrible or very few. I think we've only ever really had like two or three like awful cards where like this was bad and you shouldn't have done it. When it comes <laughs> to this one, like I think it's just a joke that doesn't quite land. I would love to see, as I said, more cards from little companies that are doing their best. So this one, I might go a little bit lower only because I, I just think it's not terribly well executed. So I might do like bottom middle fridge. So like, you know, it, it'll be there, but I, I don't dislike it. I'm, it's kind of funny, but I, I don't think it's one that the joke won't carry it. And I can't imagine the message within would be anything to write home about or to return a greeting card and say, love that greeting card in the baby got back parody card that you got me for yeah i agree yeah i think you and i are kind of on the same page with this one where it's it doesn't it does just doesn't hit very hard for us but it doesn't have to go away it can kind of stick around for a little bit maybe we play that song whenever we want to maybe got back one of those favorites to listen to when you're pouring yourself (laughs) a hot mug of melted frozen greeting card (laughs) you just put it in a mug and drink the next day Mm, blue raspberry coffee kick back with a bucket full of Michelobes and just think about this card red beans and rice did miss this card I i think we both can agree on that huh bobby We sure can. But if you don't want red beans and rice to miss you on the greeting card podcast, I'll shut up. Please subscribe to us (laughs) at greetings pod at Instagram and at greetings cast on Twitter. If you guys enjoyed this, please leave a favorable review on Apple podcast app. That look makes us look really good. Do that above all the other things. And while you're out there, and you see somebody who's super smart. Maybe they did really good at Trivia Night. Of course, you guys were going through the Becker Trivia Night, which everyone loves going to. Be sure to compliment somebody, not because their brain is big, but because they're just smart. Remember, it's not the size of the brain. It's the motion of the intelligence ocean. And I hope you, that lulls you to sleep tonight as you just dream about MMA Grandma and, and what wacky adventure she'll get into next week. Oh, my God. And they got to do like they got to do a grandma rap like those 90s movies used to do, like a really crappy credits rap. That's Based oh, yeah. On, yeah, like Granny got MFA. <laughs> Granny got MMA. <laughs> she gave birth to my mom and she had hunches and now she's in the ring throwing those punches. It's MMA grandma. Grandma, MMA grandma. <laughs> All right, somebody work on that and send that to us on Instagram. We gotta go. Bye. Bye bye. Indiana Jones is incomplete. Da, 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 da. He's a guy. He is a grave robber stealing all the things that I have inside. How about you?